and welcome back to the Show Love Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm here with David Radabau. Am I saying that right, sir? Absolutely. Say it again for me. Radabau. Okay, yes. And he is running for Georgia Agricultural Commissioner. And I'm so excited to be with you today. Thank you for joining me. Well, thank you. I'm glad to be here. And so, David, I want you to um, first tell the people what that the, our listeners, um, especially our um, uh, cannabis listeners of Georgia specifically, um, let us know what a an, an agricultural commissioner does. Like, what is the job of an agricultural commissioner? The job in general is to interpret the laws that our legislators write into the best form for Georgia. So it's like a, it's a key executive position in one sense, because I have to interpret the way that the legislators have written and forward laws mm -hmm. and then uh, kind of acting as a, um, also Georgia's salesperson, mm -hmm. because I also have to make sure that all the agriculture that's produced in the state has a place to go. Gotcha. Um, so not only internally, but you know, everything that's uh, destined because we are a major producer of a number of different things. Absolutely. Lead the country in... <laughs> Peaches, peach, peanuts, I mean, yeah, you name yeah, it. Cotton, yeah, <laughs> cattle. Very diverse. All, all but one crop is missing. Though. What is that? What is that? Well, it, it's cannabis. Yeah. It's cannabis. Yeah. And that's why the, the number one plank of my campaign is, is that cannabis is agriculture. Yeah. And, and that's important to look at it that way because people get hung up on a lot of different things about this. You know, like we have a group that likes to talk about hemp and we have a group that likes to talk about CBD. We got this uh, real scary group that wants to talk about adult use uh, cannabis. So, Well, that's the thing about cannabis. It's a multidimensional crop. Absolutely. That you can use it for so many different things. Concrete, rope, paper... Rebar. Me medicine. Right, right. right. Hemp Creek is fireproof. It's a better insulator and doesn't bother the environment anywhere. It's near as much as some of our foam insulating products do. Mm -hmm. So there's a ton that this product could bring to Georgia. Yeah. And so that's why they say number one plank is cannabis is agriculture. And I was kidding about that part about the scary people who like to <laughs> adult use, but, sure. but what it is is that why I jokingly talk about it like that is because that was really uh, something that was done to us as a population. And it's kind of unfortunate, right? You know, and, it, and there was a production called Reefer Madness yeah. and people have heard about it and maybe, you know, kind of maybe at least have heard that term, yeah. but that was actually a movie that was produced, a pure propaganda movie uh, about smoking weed and what would be the effect of that. Well, talk to us about that because you, I mean, I, we were speaking earlier and I just thought it was the DuPont family, but uh, uh, tell the listeners about um, the orchestrated manipulation that happened of the there. population yeah. right yeah. and that's really what happened it, it's it people don't understand this thing about prohibition and and it was a really it was a multifaceted attack on the population and on our economics as well yeah. as our our health physically right. and mental health as well so it was orchestrated by just a, a, a group of super rich uh, americans yeah. right you know these founders like uh 
DuPont, who you mentioned, and, and her, the Hearst family and the Standard Oil. Well, the Her- I want to talk about the Hearst family because I just this is a new information that you shared with me today. The Hearst family was a publication family. They're still are, oh, I still do are believe. Yeah, one of the biggest. And, uh, they, and what was their interest in? Well, one is that they happen to own hundreds of thousands of acres of hardwood trees. And because they were in a publication business, they had bought these hardwood trees to make newspapers out of and right. magazines out of. Right. And they saw the hemp industry as a direct competitor. And, and I want to just give you one real short statistic and why they saw that as a competitor. People have seen that hemp fiber per acre is four times the quantity produced than an acre of hardwoods. So you mm. think, oh, that's four times the production off an acre, right? Well, no, it's not. Well, here's the math. Really, you could produce two crops of hemp per year, right? right? So then, you, oh, so you're saying it's really eight times the production, right? right? Well, no, because a hardwood tree takes 20 years to harvest. Right. So... I don't have enough digits to count out how many times the production multiplier is Absolutely. of hemp fiber over hardwood. Right. So, yeah, they were nervous. Yeah. So, yeah. And and then the other, as you mentioned, DuPont, because they had uh, just released a patent for nylon, which was yeah. kind of coincidental. All of these facts are in in an interesting read called The Emperor Wears No Clothes. Okay. This is an easy read, but that particular publication with dates, patents, Mm -hmm. references, right? So this isn't just a folklore, um, which, you know, I've always thought most of that was, right? But the reality is it did happen within a very short, literally days of each other. These five different families or, or businesses took action that completely caused the prohibition of hemp in this country, right. which now led to a whole bunch of other things. Most people don't understand that at one time, this was such a big crop for, for us in Georgia specifically, mm-hmm. it was actually required if you were a farmer, a certain percentage of your farm would be dedicated to growing hemp. Right. Right? How is how did we amazing get away from that? And all of a sudden, this is some evil, crazy drug. Right. It was a great PR campaign yeah. by incredible those people, and it changed our life. And it changed our life. And and, and I want I don't know how long we get to talk here, but you I'm can gonna talk forever, however long you want. All right. Well, if if I get too long, <laughs> club me or something. But 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 what something happened because there was so much hemp around the state mm-hmm. specifically. All of the wild. Our, or our livestock were actually fed hemp. Right. Our, our and we, so, I mean, I thank you for bringing that up because I heard, I read that or heard that somewhere like a few years ago. And that's how we were actually getting hemp into our... Uh, Before we knew what CBD was. Our system by right? eating, eating products that were eating the, hemp. The products that we were eating Ugh. were healthier, happier... So just think of that. So yeah. they were in a better state of mind yeah. when they gave their lives to us to be uh, our food. So. And and that was now distracted. So why do all of a sudden we need so many CBD stores? Because it was removed from our diet. Yeah, it was and removed it, from our diet. But we also have cannabis receptors, like THC uh, receptors in our body. 
endocannabinoid yes. system. Yes, endocannabinoid. It's like our nervous system that we have within us. To, to receive these, these cannabinoids from this plant, so right? So our body is built to receive these cannabinoids from this plant, period. That's right. Seems like a good reason to outlaw it. <laughs> Seems like an excellent reason. Right, right. <laughs> Right, somebody somewhere along the line, uh, someone took a wrong turn on right. us. Our government took right. a wrong turn right. on us. Right, and so so you're trying to. <clears throat> so I I see your efforts, um, you know, and I'm very impressed at the information, how knowledgeable you are about all you. of this, because some people will you know hop on a a bandwagon or a trend just to get you know votes or people behind them, but it is clear to me. You know, as intuitive I am, as intuitive I am, to know that you are really on a mission to bring back the truth of how powerful and beneficial this crop would be, not just on a health uh, situation, but on an economical uh, platform. Absolutely. The uh, people like to talk about the tax, potential tax benefit. Right of uh, adult use cannabis. Yeah. You know, if you look at Oregon or Washington, yeah. you know, there's a billion dollars that is produced in sales tax, which is substantial, right? That's substantial. You know, what, what, <laughs> what, what bothers the heck out of me is two things. The first one is that if you look at those statistics, both states say that the black market sales or legacy market sales yeah. are still three to four times that, right? Incredible. So we're going to fix that here in Georgia. Yeah. Well, there's but, a black market and there's a gray market and there's the green market. Right. There's three markets that we're that's right. operating. So, but, right. yeah. So, so here in Georgia, I want to I want to go about it a little differently, yeah. obviously, and, and, and try to minimize that competition from those people by making it widely available and right. accessible, accessible to everybody. Yeah. So I think that's it. Uh, you know, that's the main point. I was talking a second ago about the benefit of, of yeah. having it in our systems and how we receive it. And so economically it's there, personally it's there, you know, for our, our personal well-being, it's there. Uh, but there's another factor too you need to bring in and that's actual, our ecology. Yeah. The idea of this is almost the only plant that we can bring to fruition in a large scale. In other words, make it, economically feasible and valuable enough to put everywhere that actually returns benefits to the soil. So instead mm, of yep. things like cotton, which is, you know, very requires a lot of pesticides and mm. it actually draws quite a bit from the soil to grow it. Mm. You know, so in other words, people talk about depleting the soil and I've heard that before it's kind of a fear tactic. You know, mm. we got plenty of dirt, right? But you can <laughs> take the nutrients out of it if you don't sure. know what you're doing. It so Part of my deal is I want every farmer to understand, you know, uh, you know what permaculture is and mm. understand that aspect of farming because, you know, that's we got away from that, mm. you know. In our, in we our, have yeah. permaculture. I mean, it's so amazing that you know all of this stuff. Yeah. You're born and raised in the inner city of Detroit, in this city of Detroit. <laughs> which is now there's so much open land. They're starting to farm again. Oh. That's really? not how, that's not how I got there. <laughs> yeah, well, one time it was the fifth largest city in the nation. Really ah. crazy up and down of yeah. economy, and really tracing chasing one industry, right? Mm. And, right. Uh, that's scary, and that's mm -hmm. what we don't want to do here. And that's part of my motivation of why I say this plant. If we look at it for full use, just an idea of cannabis 
in general is agriculture. So we get the full benefit of industrial hemp. We do get the benefit of adult use. Uh, we bring those things together. So instead of swinging, you know, maybe a billion dollars to the mm -hmm. state economy, mm -hmm. we might be able to swing three or four billion dollars, right. right, in that same period of time, right. along with bringing all these other health benefits, both mentally, physically, and to the land itself. Yeah. Um, so that's why I'm, I'm motivated, you know, yeah. uh, to bring this. Because I just see it was taken away for the wrong reason. Uh, and the, the stories and, and even the reason people kind of, you know, I get it all the time. I'm in the Bible belt. This is going to be a tough sell. <laughs> and, you know, that's why I was mentioned earlier that one of the first place I talked about running was in a church. Mm. And, uh, you know, I mean, there's plenty of reasons. And depending on which group you talk to and theologians, they'll talk about how it's in the Bible. But everyone will agree, at least it was in anointed oil. Absolutely. Right? Which kind of think about how that ties into <laughs> CBD topicals that we're using today, right? Absolutely. So, well, it says, you know, somewhere in Genesis, I have given you all the seed-bearing plants on earth to use. And I don't know a more seed-bearing plant. <laughs> right. And an endocannabinoid system to be yeah. able to use it, right? I indeed, think there was a connection indeed, there. Indeed, right. indeed, indeed. And it's so. misinformation that has pulled people away from optimal health. Absolutely. I have a, a lot of friends that are in the entertainment business and, and one of them kind of summed it up in a sense. It's really the war on drugs isn't a war on drugs. It's a war on whose drugs, mm. right? So I'll sell you as much mm. pharmaceuticals as you need, Indeed. right? But, you know, don't, you know, God forbid you get caught with a half ounce of weed in your pocket going to a party or God something, forbid. right? But hey, pocket full of, uh, you know, uh, ma, uh, fill, in the, well, yeah. fill in the blank, Percocets right? Percocets or right. What, yeah. you know, whatever they do yeah. these days. Yeah, yeah. but don't worry, there's a warning. Don't drink and drive, right? Right, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. so. And that's the thing. I mean, bringing people back to the original purpose of this plant. You know, like we were talking earlier, <laughs> my, my parent, my family... Uh, grew this plant in the 80s and the 70s like they were growing this you know this was for a lot of black people in the in, in you know during that time was like you know one of the things that got them through that time oh yeah well <laughs> hey I, I don't want to get into anything racial here but you right. know us white folks were growing shit too so right. <laughs> just in case they didn't yeah. I can just go on my experience <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we're all talking about. But our we were experience. talking about earlier as well, like your position on expunging um, criminal records. For how do you feel? What like what's your position on that? Well, I absolutely think it should happen, and that really ties into my campaign and why I call my campaign is all a joint decision for Georgia. Mm -hmm. And really, the core of that is is I wanted it to be for Georgians by Georgians. But I didn't want it to be just one George and making that up, yeah. right? And so I said, look, here's what we've done is I assembled a group. One of them actually is a theologian. One of them is a constitutionalist. Yeah. One of them is a lawyer. An another one is a retail person. And another one is a, is kind of a big name celebrity uh, who, has a, who has a brand in this space. Mm. And I said, look, why don't we get together and say what is right for Georgia? And the one I, I missed to mention is the lady I'm meeting with tonight, yeah. Teresa Yarborough, yeah. who runs the 
Georgia Cannabis Industry Alliance. Yes. But she's an she's is the advocate. She is a lady who started the pot fest, uh, you know, twenty oh, some yeah. years ago, That's and amazing. so uh, she's still around and kicking it. And she runs this association that that is really about this legalization effort. But the real driving force behind her or her motivation is protecting people who were wrongly affected by this yes. prohibition. Yeah, because it shouldn't have happened, right? So well, it affected my household. It affected my 80s, household, right? Right. It affected all of our households yeah. adversely. Yeah. So, you know, the money was spent wrong. It was all about finishing out this this kind of, you know, and, and Nancy and her whole thing helped oh, that geez. whole thing out, oh right? God. You know, uh, I mean, God bless her. I mean, just I just say to not no, right? Yeah. Just say no. I try. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but again, you said don't get you started, right? Uh, yeah. But but that's God how we them. got to here. So there was this diversion of our yes. of our focus. Yeah. And that's why. You know what? As I say to all the people I get a chance to talk to, be loud and proud. Yeah. Let's stop faking. Let's stop hiding. Yeah. You know, you want to smoke a joint, smoke a joint. Yeah. You know what? That's your right. You have personal rights. Exactly. That, that oversee what these kind of crazy other people are trying to impose on you. So just from a, yeah. a standpoint, you should be able to get it. But when you put all these other factors in there, like we talked about economics, you know, ecology. This, if you ha if you have a, so when you, so when you say ecology, do you mean uh, sustainability? Is oh, that absolutely, okay? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, and again, as I mentioned, you know, this is one of the only crops that actually is productive to the soil. So as far as remediating soil from from contaminants, even mm -hmm. this is the only real way to do it. You know, everyone else says, "I'll oh, scoop the dirt up and go put it somewhere else," right? <laughs> right. Well, actually, you know, if you use that same land to grow industrial hemp, it'll extract the contaminants. And because you're not going to eat the industrial hemp, in other yeah. words, you're going to use it as yeah. rebar. You're going to use it as hempcrete. You're going to use it as that. Uh -huh. You're not going to use it for babies' toys. So you don't care that there's contaminants that in that. So you take this actually way of fixing the dirt, recovering from other people's mistakes, and recovering. So, yes. There is there is a play that this plant. Wow. As a matter of fact, I go so far to say, if you believe in green anything, yeah, you need to understand the uses of hemp because it can change a bunch of stuff. Yeah, and and I get it. You know, like I said, I know where I live. You know, with the bio belt and all that, and people, you know, are proud of that. And, and it, you know, I'm a Christian. I get it. I'm yeah. proud of my church too. But yeah. I don't tell people. You shouldn't do something, especially something that it, there's a system in your body. It, this is a natural plant that's out there. Come on. Right. You know, we bought into some fake news. Yeah. And, yeah. and we need to shut that down. Like, it just happened 80 years ago or so. And, yeah. and uh, that for, was fake news. Absolutely. It might have been the start of fake news, yeah. you know. But, <laughs> Indeed. You know, but well, it probably started. Probably was. Yeah, yeah. Probably, <laughs> the, probably the first politician was the start of fake news, right? Yeah. Sure. You know, you know why politicians are always smiling? Why? So they're talking out of both sides of their mouth. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, that's why I'm not a politician. I, I'm going to be a public servant. Yeah. I'm going to come in here and I'm going to serve and I'm going to get this one thing done. Right? Yeah. I just want to make it clear that you have been here for 38 years in Georgia. Proud, proud George. I'm, as they say, crossed over about 20 years ago from being a Yankee to a damn Yankee. Right? <laughs> Meaning like one that stayed. So, right. yeah, this is my home. I love it here. Like I said, yeah, I raised two you, right? great kids and, you know, have a 
uh, as I like to refer to, I've been married to my first wife for 38 yeah, years. And that's hopefully, amazing. Hopefully, if this podcast the goes, fact, fact might make it to 39. Look, <laughs> the fact that you've stayed uh, married to the same woman for 38 years um, is going to get a lot of people's foot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that you've maintained that relationship. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a sharing, it's a give and take. And you the know stuff, what? It has to be something about you. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I got, I'm willing to work it out. And that's really oh, what I'm going to do here. That. And I'm going to do an office too. And everyone yeah. says, well, wait a minute, you know, aren't you uh, going to be at an outside or how are mm-hmm. we going to get this done? Right. Or the bigger question is, well, wait a minute. I'm not going to be a legislator. Right, right, I don't right. get to write the laws. Right. Well, you know something? I kind of do. And yeah. this is going to be something that's going to be absolutely groundbreaking and earth-shaking. Yeah. I actually am going to write laws. Well, I, I'm a, let, let me yeah, 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 I'm absolutely. coming into office yeah. with sensible cannabis legislation. Yeah. In other words, I'm not going to wait for a politician to say, hey, what? You know, as long as I get these 14 things... And my buddy over here gets these 16 yeah. things done. We'll talk to you. Right. You know what? I'm going to come in here and I'm going to say, you know what? This is sensible cannabis legislation for 10 million Georgians. Yeah. If you got an issue with it, go ahead and step up and tell me what it is. Yeah. Right? But all of a sudden, the table's going to be turned. So in other words, instead of them continuing to say, you know what? We came this close again. You know what? Mm. Vote for me one more time. Right. We came this close again. I actually... Part of the reason I'm running, it just got at this because I it, I just got totally upset about this. And part of the reason was a politician. We were at a convention here in town, a cannabis convention, and the politician literally got up there and he said that. He says, mm-hmm. you know what, we, you know, we need we we did a great job for you. You know, we, we, we were this close. And <laughs> and I'm sitting in the audience, go, well, wait a minute. No, you didn't get that close. Yeah. You got that close for the last how many years? Right. You're missing your mark, sir. You know, you're not serving us. You're serving yourself. You're on this, you're on the, you know, the... Right. I don't want to get fogged. You, you're on somebody's you can do whatever. You gravy can get train, right? <laughs> <laughs> you're on someone's gravy train, right? right? And it's not the 10 million, George. Right. All right. It's not so the, right. my my plan, and it'll be completely published on jointdecisionforgeorgia.com so mm-hmm. people aren't going to have to guess. They're going to know what I'm suggesting as far as cannabis right. legislation. We will have legislators join us before this is done, right? right? But part of the reason is they're going to be a little bit slow because I'm running as a third-party candidate. Right. Well, I want to bring that up. That's you part of the story, third, right? Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's part of the story. That's part of the story. Because and, most people will look at you, you know, a third-party candidate and just, like, keep keep it moving. Right. And for just reasons, right? Mm-hmm. And the biggest one is, think, if you vote in a third-party candidate, your candidate, you're throwing your vote away. Right. Right. But it's. And you are running as a. Libertarian. Libertarian. Absolutely. But he, here's the reality mm-hmm. this is the time to show and make your vote really count. And not only that, to prove that your vote matters. Because yeah. here's the way I'm saying it, right? You probably don't have a horse in the agriculture race, commissioner right. race, right? I mean, it's a real important job, and they, you know, and I'm going to do a great job for every yeah. Georgian, right? But unless you're one of the farmers or you know one of the big lobbyists, you don't really care who's in this job. Right. But you know, you might be one of the people who care about using CBD, or you care about people's mental health, or you care about adult use cannabis. Yeah. So here's what I'm saying. Let's see if this voting thing really works, right? Let's mm. prove to ourselves mm-hmm. that this voting thing works. Mm-hmm. You can be as left-wing as you want or as right-wing as you want. Right. Vote party tickets 
except for one position. Yes. Vote for the libertarian Dave Radabaugh for agriculture commissioner and see if your vote matters. Because I believe if the statistics are true, 70 or 80% of Georgians want this to happen. Yeah. So you know what? Like I said, when I got in here, we could fight about anything, but I'm much more looking at the things we have in common. Yeah. So let's do that. Let's say, you know what? You can be left wing as you want, and I'll still love you. You be right wing as you want, and I still love you. But you know what? Think about this. You want to make a change? You want to see your one vote make a difference? Yeah. Because when that happens, you're going to empower me. Yeah. in a level that no one has done before. In other words, I'm going to come into this position, which is more of an executive kind of high-end sales position for Georgia, yeah. and I'm going to make changes that are going to benefit 10 million Georgians because that's who put me there. Right. I didn't get there from a lobbyist group. I didn't get there from a bunch of money. As a matter of fact, I funded the campaign so far my whole self, sure. which I'm about to ask people for money. Right. Yeah, ask don't, for money. Don't <laughs> donate. Please go to my campaign's <laughs> website. It, yeah. It's it's jointdecisionforgeorgia.com. And there's the links for all the social media, and there's also a link yeah. to uh, donate there. Uh, so please be part of it. One way or another, you know, if, if all you can do is vote in November, I accept that and yes. appreciate it completely. If you can throw a couple bucks to keep me on the streets, right. do it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, But mainly understand what I'm here for, and that's really 10 million Georgians. It's, yeah. not, it's not a group of lobbyists. Right. It's not, you know, that we didn't even talk about the medical marijuana board yet, but... Uh, right. It's not that or the catastrophe that they're proposing for the mm. for the patients here in Georgia. So, wow. Well, maybe that's a different show. Let's talking about. The... Yeah, that, that's what I guarantee you. There's gonna be some swearing at. What? I guarantee it because that's a, a because part of you what. Because a lot. You know a lot more than I do about it. So I would love mm -hmm. to do another show with you so we could talk about the medical marijuana board in the state of Georgia. And and how I'm going to dissolve it as soon as I'm elected. That's. That's, so um, it's a show on itself. That's a show on itself. I appreciate you. I want to ask you a quick, quick controversial question. What's your position on GMO? Question mark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is going to be a longer one than you okay. expected. Okay. Right. Because I don't like GMO mm. or the idea of it, which really stimulates a negative impact of the hemp laws here in the mm. state. Sure. Because what we've done is we allowed through our hemp laws the production of Delta 8 and Delta 10 HHC, mm -hmm. which is even the most scary of them all, right? These are all extracts from the hemp plant, but they're actually going in and genetically modifying the molecules mm. to get a very similar effect to Delta 9 THC, gotcha. the stuff that we all kind of want adult use for, right? Yeah. So I'm against GMO, which means kind of, wait a minute, I mean, there's some issues about the Delta 8 and the Delta 10. Well, personally, I don't think there's a reason for either of them if you have Delta 9. So mm. I'm not a big GMO fan and, and just about this cannabis side. I'm not a GMO fan on a lot of our agriculture in yeah. general either, yeah. but I really wanted to focus on that because the hemp bill allowed every gas station, corner store sure. to sell Delta 
Fugazi. Fugazi. (laughs) And one last thing to close on that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's legal. So everyone just go out and get high. It's legal. But uh, the reality is, is so we want want that fixed because it's not the right way to do it. And we don't want those unregulated products flooding the market, especially HHC, because when you go into the molecular structure of HHC, it's almost identical to morphine. So as as we start looking at these, you know, drugs that are really against and really harmful to people, which isn't cannabis, by the way, mm. you know, but making crazy shit out of cannabis is right. not a positive thing either. So, right. again, I, I, I assume your question was more about corn and yeah. tomatoes and stuff yeah. like that. And, and again, I feel the same way. Yeah. I don't want those things modified either. Right. So, exactly. so, no, not my favorite topic. OK, cool. Well, you know what? I am going to do my best to get you the black vote. <laughs> well, absolutely. And, and, and please. And any other vote that comes. Any other vote, vote that comes. I said, I'm, I'm not looking to divide anybody. I'm all here uh, for that's, every that's vote. That's the control I have. So that's I, right. And it takes, it's going to take me about 2 million. The numbers say about 2 million people. Yes. So yeah, that's good. a big number from Metro Atlanta and Metro, all the Metro towns. Yeah. Uh, and along with the farmers. I love the farmers. Yeah. I met with, I've been touring black farms. Yeah. I've been meeting with a bunch of different farmers to really know the space and understand what I'm talking about. Because again, it's going to impact yes. them in a way, even though the farmers are, are everyone thinks, well, they're going to start all growing pot and all this. That's no. not a case no. at all. You we know, still for, need food. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So and we I, need more people like you um, having the, getting the message out, right? <laughs> absolutely. I'm going to do my best. But again, let the listeners know. Um, how they can reach you, how they can uh, contribute to your um, campaign Absolutely. and support you. So thank you again for having me, first off. And, and David Rodabaugh, running for Ag Commissioner, the vote's in November. Uh, please go to my website. It's uh, jointdecisionforgeorgia.com. My email is jointdecisionforgeorgia at gmail.com. And uh, the Twitter is Joint Decision GA. So we're trying all this. And, and again, it's because I wanted to make it not just my opinion of what everything in, everyone in Georgia should live with. I wanted it to be a joint decision. So enjoy the joint I brought you. Yeah, uh, I'm hey, going to enjoy all the gifts you come, brought us. Come out uh, tomorrow. I'll be in... Uh, in uh, well, this is not going to be broadcast tomorrow, so uh, right. but I'll, I'll continue to do uh, <laughs> meetings everywhere I can and, and until talk November. With, until and November eighth, I need you November to vote. 8th. Okay. November eighth, unless you vote early. Okay. Thank you so much for joining me, and thank you to all of the listeners for uh, tuning in. And until next time, thank you and take care. Show love. Peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love.